to a... Who's he talking to? I don't know. I like the way the microphone is directly in front of Lawrence's mouth. I. It's my mic now. Welcome to the podcast. That's not what I sound like. recording to Audacity? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I didn't. I didn't have time to come up with an intro. So welcome to the dude soup. Welcome to the steamy steaming dude dudes. Oh yeah, dude so soup. So it's called dude soup. Yeah, we yeah. Call it dude soup. This is a dude soup. This is it. We are in the dude soup. Um, yeah, it's gonna be tricky getting Joel to pick up on the mic. A dude well, soup. Gotta move it over to both of you. A yeah, dude well, soup. He's back there. No, it, microphones record in front of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's fine. As long as it isn't pointed away, <laughs> yeah. it'll get him. Can you hear me now? I am on the dude soup. So, a dude soup is when a bunch of guys get together, Go on. and they spread out a bunch of porno magazines down on the floor oh, right out of the webcam no, view, soup is our podcast. and then they talk about various topics. No. Dude that soup is dude when soup? a bunch of guys get in a hot tub, uh-huh. and whatever happens under the surface of that little tempest He's stays right. under He's the right surface right. of that. I actually right suggested right. that we record one of these in a hot tub, make it a real dude soup. Well, of course. I love yeah. that idea. I'm going with the grill uh, out of the gate. You just need to get some waterproof microphones and computers well, and everything else. It's not water, it's chicken broth. Quick. Okay. Chicken broth, proof, and <laughs> sliced up carrots. It's Imagine all that, all that It's basically salt what you put Bugs Bunny in, mm. you know, when you want oh, to make yeah. rabbit stew. Cook them up. Adam, you seem, you seem uncomfortable we with started, So going. we started out with dude soup as a joke. Yeah. No, we didn't. It, well, actually, no, it wasn't. It was a sort of like People sad it. moment. It was they a sad it. moment where we're like, oh, we want to be called dude soup. It'll never happen. No one wants it. And now we have it. They want it. You know, uh, you know what I they like? They asked us. I don't know how well, I feel about it. I like how we were like, you know, we kind of like the name dude soup. But then we went with Funhouse, right? But then on the podcast, we were like, but we still kind of like the name Dude Soup. We were, like, like we were like, you know, maybe we should call the podcast Dude Soup. I think it was Bernie who was like, like maybe you guys should yeah, just call the podcast Dude yeah. Soup. And then in the subreddit and in the comments, they were like, why don't they just call the podcast Dude Soup? And then we said, I think you said on the Rooster Teeth podcast that that's what we were probably going to do. And everyone's like, we did it. Yeah. We <laughs> did it. We done. figured it out. Right. Like, I said uh, it's kind of a joke, but here we are. Man, she's beautiful. That's nice. African American. I like that hair. Why are we wait, playing Fallout? Can, wait. Oh, yeah, because Fallout 4 might happen. Oh, uh, well, this is the, the biggest chance ever it that kinda, we, we might get a Fallout 4 very soon. Yeah, everything kind of lines up. Um, if you're. Like a street urchin. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna make it's a it. Oh. <laughs> oh boy! Spool, go back to editing. Keep talking. I, I don't have my nice canceling headphones. I need you editing, Spool. I can't edit. I can't. I can't hear anything. Can you? Oh, you got headphones on. You can. You can concentrate. Yeah. You How did that head rip through that mother's body? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yes, go ahead. Yeah, Bethesda announced their first ever E3 conference, taking the place of Konami, I guess, who has been long deposed ever since their awesome Rock Revolution performance. Look that up if you haven't seen it. Um, so we're back up. Uh, E3 seems to be on the rise. It seems to be falling for a while. But the question is, I guess Bethesda feels like they have enough titles to warrant a, a conference now. This is their very first E3 conference. Yeah. So exciting. It's going to be a lot. I think it is exciting, yeah. Uh, it... it you know, there's a whole lot of commentary you could be made there about, like, people think the AAA... So, oh. oh, man, look at that profile. No, no, it has to go straight down. That's a strong like, profile. It's like, you, you people want more of this? That's a yeah. strong profile, look at that. There, that's good. <laughs> that's a power nose. It looks like, when you see a bust of Julius Caesar... Oh, yeah. Like, ah, Julius Caesar's ugly. Looks like a hawk. I mean, beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we don't know what Bethesda Game Studio... No, sorry, Bethesda Softworks is yeah. their first-party developer studio. We don't know what they're doing... Um, but they spent an awful long time doing it, so... <laughs> well, they, they... Okay, just to be clear, too, they've done press conferences before um, at QuakeCon. Oh, yes. Well, that, is, that but, has become their press conference. They've E3 press conference. Correct. So that, that's kind of why this is a big deal. That's yeah. why they... Last year, they announced Doom 5, or just Doom They now. showed it for the first time at QuakeCon yeah. last year, yeah. Was it Doom 4? 
It, uh, so it was Doom 4, now it's just Doom. But it was announced at E3, so it seems like they're doing big... I think it was actually unveiled at QuakeCon. I could be wrong about that. I swear we I, saw... Or maybe it was unveiled, but we saw the trailer at E3. Yeah, no, I remember looking at it on our phone yes, outside yeah, the convention. You're, you're right, yes. We're looking like, cool, it was a dragon or something. I remember, because I was, I was at the QuakeCon when they announced it, and they just showed the logo, and then uh, and then I think Todd Holland said it was still there. He came out and was like, yeah, we're doing Doom, baby. And then he quit. Uh, yeah, and then he quit. <laughs> Everyone went, aww. <laughs> no. Aww. Shut up! Fuck you! Doom is the best game ever made. Um, so that's what I'm most excited about. Probably more than a Fallout 4, just because it's a known quantity. But uh, <laughs> it looks like MacGruber. Oh like, yeah, it does. It's like a gene. I like that it's a gene projection projection machine. Yeah. This is the point where you just start aborting the baby. You just start punching the belly as hard as you can. Oh, just get a rock. Just boom. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's look good though. Look at that, huh? Strong chin. I like that chin. So, um, for the reason like Joffrey. Oh yeah. <laughs> for the reasons discussed on the no, uh, are, we're putting our bets down on them unveiling Fallout 4 with a new engine, new tech, that kind of thing to, to harness the power of next gen. But really, I'm when I think about what a Fallout 4 might be. Honestly, it's probably just going to be Fallout 3, but prettier. Really? Yeah, because after three years of working on it. Well. Ultimately, I think it comes down to a sort of systemic nature of the game. Um, they have dev tools that allow them to make quests and make things like that. And to me, Fallout 3 felt kind of similar, and, and especially Skyrim felt similar to like a single-player MMO. In terms of the way the quests work and things like that, it's pretty obvious that like the, the goal posting they have for NPCs and the triggers and stuff like that, it, it works, but it also kind of all feels the same. <laughs> Just play the damn game. Yeah, move on. I am playing the game. No, move on. So regardless. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Seductress. Seductress. Poor dude. So Fallout Three. It's a girl. Fallout it's a girl. Three came in. Ugh. <laughs> Fallout Three came out in two thousand eight. Well, right? her name is Dude, though. Yeah, she's beautiful. Fallout Three came out in two thousand eight, right? Did it? It did. Two thousand eight. Oh, so long time ago. Uh, when, did, when did Skyrim come out? Twenty eleven. November. Ah! End of 20... Ooh! End of 2011. Okay. Mangy. Mangy is what Why you want there. Why are we doing there. this? Yeah. Per Please, per just pick one. Oh, that's good. And Ladylike. Do that. Um, so it came out in 2011. So very possibly they could have been working on Fallout 4 at the very latest 2012. Yeah, because right. they were doing Skyrim DLC and all that kind of stuff. But I don't believe that. I think they've gotten they have had a team on it for a while. I, yeah. I think probably since Fallout 3 came out, they realized how successful that was and started a sequel like any good studio would. Mm -hmm. So they've been working on this game possibly since 2009, 2010, around there. We've got about five years of development. Like you said, they're developing a brand new engine. Most likely that makes would, the most I would sense. Guess, yeah. That makes the most sense. So I hope it's not just a prettier Fallout 3. I mean, look at this. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I think. So, so, so my hope, why do you want anything different? My <laughs> hope is that the, the, the level, uh, like the increase in game, in game, yeah. <laughs> will be the same as between... Uh, Oblivion and Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because like Morrowind and Oblivion were really similar, it felt like to me. What, you thought? Man. Wait, no, I, I would say... I, I'm, not, I'm not challenging you, I'm just surprised that... that I, was, I would say Oblivion was closer to Fallout, because it was... followed each other. They basically used the... Alright, that's... that's Fair. I just Mar Morrowind was. Franchise. Yeah, yeah. Ah. But, yeah, but yeah. he's talking about the Skyrim jump. Oh, you're yeah, saying the jump? Yeah, oh, the holy jump, shit. Exactly. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Man, to me, it felt like Morrowind to Oblivion was the biggest change, and then Oblivion to Skyrim was just kind of a, a refinement. Right. Because Morrowind, I felt like, was still kind of a PC RPG. Like, the UI was really small, the inventory, like, text was small, all the interface was kind of dependent on a mouse. And it was also really hard, and they didn't tell you where to go for most of the quests. Whereas in Oblivion, now you have, like, quest markers, a giant map, 
um, big old goofy like menu bars all over the place that make it look more like a console game. And it worked. Oh, but but to me, those I think those were reactions to other RPGs that were out, and it's like, oh, these games have this. Whereas Skyrim mm-hmm. innovated a lot more. So what, do you, than guys, do you think did. Skyrim? So it sounds like you think Skyrim is a first-person mod for Oblivion. Wait, what? Didn't Oblivion, Oblivion, Oblivion could be in first person. person. Oh, also then, I mean, yeah. what was the, what, was, what, what changed? I would, so let's see here, from Oblivion to Skyrim, I think the, the quest markers and the questing got a lot better. Uh, there's they, a lot more they, content to the game. They simplified the shit out of it. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. Th- the simplification in the UI was, I thought, really elegant in Skyrim, and it was not at all in Oblivion. Really? Yeah, I, I agree with that. They, they uh, yeah. mainstreamed it for the unwashed masses like myself. Basically, yeah. Because I, I didn't feel like it was easy to, to navigate. I thought it was cool, but I didn't think it was easy to navigate that UI at all. Yeah, it's, we, well, you probably played it on PC, right? Well, well yeah. you played it on PC, too. I played it on both. I played it on Man. PS3 and on PC. I could I not have... 360 and PC and... 360, I couldn't. I just couldn't stand all the all the buttons I had to hold down to navigate the <laughs> UI. So I went to PC, and that made it easier, but it still was sort of wonky. It always, it always, it always felt like a good broken game, like Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah, that's like how, it yeah. was kind of broken, but it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the way it felt to me. I never, I didn't get into Skyrim as much as you guys did, though. So I didn't either, and it's mostly because I really wanted to play it on PC because that's how I enjoy immersive RPGs like that. But when it came out, it's gotten a lot better since. But when it came out. Like the the mouse aiming was just bad. It was like really floaty and laggy. The interface was obviously tuned for console, so on a PC, it just looked like everything was like a giant kids book because yeah. everything was huge. There were multiple tabs to every inventory screen where the, all if you were on PC, all that stuff can be condensed. And I know mods have helped. Sky UI is really good, but even still, just playing the game was frustrating. And also the lack of autosave murders me because I would get into that game as you're supposed to and like 45 minutes would go by and I wouldn't even realize it and then I'd just be like there's a cool cave and I'd walk in there and some ice giant would just be like bam and I'd be dead right yeah and I, that's like part that's, of the world but to me that's a quality of life thing more than like yeah. I, I remember to save because I have been burned by RPGs in the past no I have too yeah so oh. for me it's every like oh yeah save well that was, oh, yeah, that was just difficulty of the game which I thought was cool actually I like that you could accidentally wander to an area and immediately die I thought yeah. that was kind of fun so. so do you think that the progression of simplifying the game at least that seems to be the consensus is going to carry over to Fallout 4 I think so absolutely yeah. it's going to be even so it's just going to be like a it's weird because Todd Howard basically came out and said you know we don't want to do we don't, we're not going to make Doom obviously mm-hmm. whatever comes out it's not going to be a, a linear shooter but at the same time they were like they're going to make an open world game so but how can they simplify Fallout more well, it would end up just being a first person shooter I, I, I don't know it's if it's true. simple in terms of mechanics but I think I think all the I think Skyrim basically struck a really perfect balance between being complicated in terms of stats and RPG systems hmm. and being accessible. Like anyone can just start wandering around and find cool stuff. True. Yeah. The crafting system I didn't really get into. That's I think like yeah, yeah, crafting and then just like the stat system is a little funky. Like you have to level up skills and then you level up, but you have to sleep to get your wait, you don't have to sleep in Skyrim, do you? You don't have to, but if you do don't you get like rested benefits? Yeah, yeah if you like break know. your leg and you take a nap, it heals itself. But like Morrowind you would you would like it would be like you hear a whisper from the the mage council or whatever and that meant you had to go to sleep to spend your stat points to level up. Look, oh. yeah, I know you're wrong. I love I love how D and D Morrowind was like you would have to jump to increase your jumping. Yeah, like which led you just so bouncing annoying. all over the it's entire continent. So annoying, but it's also like it, it makes it more like D and D to me. But I don't know, Skyrim's just more fun. You don't have to think about that stuff. Well, so right, so here's the question then: right. uh, If they announce Fallout Four, uh, which it sounds like they probably will, yeah. Um, what other game do you think it would be similar to? Like, what basically what developments and games now do you think Fallout 4 will use? Because Ooh, that's like, a good question. Like, I, I know Todd Howard is obviously working on some innovative parts uh, that will be brand new to things that we've never seen before. But 
I'm sure there will be other things they you know integrate from Assassin's Creed or integrate from Watch Dogs or whatever else into, <laughs> into uh into Fallout. Happy birthday! <laughs> what would uh, looks like she looks like Skeeter from Muppet Baby. <laughs> <laughs> what would uh, what, what do you think Fallout Four will have besides? Right. We talked about open world RPG and things like that. I've got a theory, okay. and this is what I hope is that New Vegas touched on this a little bit and Shadow of Mordor really, really made it real. But what I would like for there to be is a set of rules that govern the entire world and then your actions, you can tell... Basically, I want, I want some kind of mechanic that overrides the entire world and changes it as you play it, as opposed to you can go to this town and do this one quest line, and that quest line ends in one of two options, and based on what you pick, the town will either blow up or be there forever. I would rather it be more like Shadow of Mordor, where it's like there's this constantly moving and shifting set of rules that are constantly playing with each other, and then you are a factor in that. And then, depending on where those where those influences land, it influences your decisions. Right. So, New Vegas kind of had that with its, like, alignments and things like that, but... Uh, well, as, as you guys were talking, I was thinking about how I've played none of these games. <laughs> um, I've played five minutes of Skyrim. I didn't play any Elder Scrolls games other than that. And I played Fallout... Three for maybe a couple hours before I got distracted by how, like you were kind of saying, the world is just so expansive, and then you make one step in the wrong direction, you die, and then you're like, well, fuck this. Um, so I, I think, I hope, like Lawrence is saying, it is, it feels more like Shadow of Mordor, where it's like, it's not overwhelming. Like, the world is really large, and there's stuff to do, but it's not overwhelming. I, I, I've said it before, I hate when you basically have a, a thing you can look at that shows all the open side quests and it just becomes a grocery list yes. at a certain point and I don't care. If there's a way to make it feel more natural to the world where obviously things are going to happen, these characters are going to be floating around, but even if you went that's to this really place... Hard, that's really hard though because then you have like all these quests that are floating around there, and then if it's not a grocery list then there's no way to track it. I'm not no, saying that's the best way to do that. I'm saying I just can't conceive. In Shadow of Mordor they, they said like... There are like five things that you can do, and you can do 20 different types of things that feed into those pipelines. I would much rather that, because then yeah. even if there's 20 things to do, you're like, but I'm only kind of picking between yeah. one and five outcomes. Sort of like stratifying stratify your long-term and your short-term goals, and yeah, figuring out yeah. how to translate that to the player. I always thought the appeal of like Fallout, Skyrim, all that stuff is like, they're like, go here. Or just kind of walk in that direction yeah. and see what happens. Or don't, right, yeah. Yeah, that's always been the appeal to me, where it's like, you, you can do the grocery list if you want to, but at the same time, like, uh, like Syndicate's a good example. He did a whole video series where he avoided the main story, uh -huh. and he just walked around and did shit for a while. Like, that's kind of cool that you can do that in a game. It's very cool. The reason I generally, I mean, there are many reasons I generally prefer the Elder Scrolls to Fallout, and one of them is the environments. Like, I don't like walking around an apocalyptic wasteland, and I think that Shadow of Mordor did a really good job of. You're in Mordor, mm -hmm. and it's a, it is kind, kind of a, a wasteland, fantasy wasteland, yeah. But like, but there is greenery, and there are mm -hmm. differences to landscapes, and it's really pretty. And I've never, I've never. Beyond like it being a generally pretty game for 2008, yeah, um, it actually looks a lot better than it did when it came out too. Yeah, it does. I've never thought to myself walking around any Fallout game like, "Wow, this is an environment I want to spend a ton oh, of time yeah, in." Yeah. It's just some so people, depressing. some people do think that. Um, another thing is sociopaths. They should take this opportunity to prevent themselves from ending up on the front page of Reddit over and over again by pointing out that they have a lock picking interface, yet there's a giant open window. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, it's like, oh. here's a giant door that's basically half broken to shit. Unfortunately, you can't unlock yeah, that yeah, door that right. has a chest behind it. It's like, 
let's let's work on that. You know, let's instead of just throwing statistics down that qualify thing, let's really assess what you're putting as an obstruction here for this game. I think a Thief's actually a good example of that, where it huh. felt like in everything in Thief was interactive, uh, regardless of whether or not you could. It just felt like it. So, like even when you walked up, I was always surprised when I walk up something and I couldn't interact. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I th- back in obviously 2008, so that's what is that seven years ago? Yeah. So I mean, at this point now, the technology's advanced a lot. And I think Todd Howard's going to be able to do what he wants to do with Fallout 4 because this game felt really large and expansive to me in 2008. Now that we've seen new games, we've seen kind of what they can do. We're like, oh, this is so weak and, and obviously simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Fallout 4 is going to be a lot more a lot more interactive than than that. And I, I wonder if they're going to integrate any sort of online component because that's that's sort Ooh. of that's sort of what I'm wondering I about. Elder Scrolls Online proved that they didn't need to. Yeah, and Skyrim proves they don't need to. I agree yeah. with both of those things. Yeah, both of yeah. But I, but I feel like they want to now. I feel like they because they've done this. They've done the single player. They've gotten really good at single player, and they know they have. So what does a good developer usually do then? Right, they advance themselves. Yeah. So that, that they're not going to be like we're going to make the same thing again. Like they're they're going to try and integrate some sort of online component. I don't know how, but uh, it yeah. sounds like it might be maybe it maybe sort of like Destiny. Fallout, how would you even do that? It could be like a Destiny thing where you have to group up and there are world events and oh, I could, yeah, okay, things I like that. that. I like the idea of procedurally generated things for certain places or yeah. like group events sort of things. Like I like the idea of like a Dark Souls type of online feature where mm. um, I like when the open world is your own thing when like all the creatures you kill and stuff stay dead. Yeah, um, yeah. And they don't randomly populate, but if you go into like you know in Fallout, you know, go into a vault or you know basically what is a dungeon, um, someone could just like pop in and they could either fuck with you or you can they can help you out. Like mm-hmm. I like that idea in keeping the uh, online limited. Let's look at this monster. You That's a nice idea. ass. Nope. Ah! Hello, Dad. She does look like Skeeter, but she has a nice ass. I have the mumps. That's a sweet ass, though. Well, you that's are. all that agility. Yep. That's actually a cool idea, because you could invade someone's game and then just show up like a bandit or a raider, you know, a, a faceless, goggle-wearing, bandana-clad mm-hmm. NPC, and then just try and fuck with somebody. That sounds kind of fun. And if you kill them, you get to loot their corpse. Yeah, and then having the option to not have to do that would be mm. great. Like... Don't make it. Don't make that the focus of the game. Like, make it seamless. Like, Destiny sure. is kind of like that. Watch Dogs yeah. is actually pretty good about that too. Oh, when it comes to multiplayer, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, some random. You can you like can invade other game. people's games, and then when you do, you just look like an NPC, but you're like hacking them, and you yes. have to hide from them. That's really cool. And then from when you get invaded, you're just playing single player, and then all of a sudden it's like, blam, you're getting invaded, and then it just drops somebody right into your game, and you have to find them. Well, get hacked. I think one thing uh, that we will be able to see from Fallout 4 that we did not see from Destiny is. Destiny's single player, everybody whined about it. And yeah. I mean, you guys, to a certain extent, even when you finished it, you were like, did we finish the story? Yeah, is or, that it? We, is that it? And like, well, oh, the you, game's still yeah, fun. Yeah, you shot the big thing, here's a gun. Yeah. Um, yep. I don't I like think shooting the big I don't thing. think Fallout 4 is going to be like that at all. I think it's going to have a very defined story. Uh, I don't know if it'll be as good I, or as bad as Skyrim was. For, I mean, Skyrim was pretty cheesy. For those of you that beat Fallout 3, I heard that if you just stick to the main story campaign, it's actually pretty quick. It's like, it yeah, yeah. It's like 60 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nothing. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's well, nothing. it's like your, your dad goes missing, and then, like, my favorite one was, like, someone posted a modded screenshot where you have um, permanent erections. And he was like a guy with a cowboy hat and mutton chops, and he was just, it was a slow motion thing with him, like, smiling, like, yeah. busting, like, a mutant's head open. It says, the title was, I Just Want to Find My Dad. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Because it's a really short single player campaign, uh-huh. uh, which I think will be the same with Fallout 4. I think also New Vegas was kind of a good example of like taking an established you know, idea and like really improving the story. I really enjoyed 
New Vegas's world and story way more than three. Mm-hmm. Um, but had a lot more 3, character. Yeah, but also Fallout Three had the uh, impossible job of a, you know making Fallout fans happy mm-hmm. with what they thought was going to be a first person shooter, and now you know everyone loves Fallout Three, and most of the kids are like, there was a Fallout One and Two. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah, basically, it's that. kind of a yeah. minor miracle that of all things, the Fallout franchise has become one of the titans of the RPG mm-hmm. world. And on a larger note, Bethesda. They're pretty clear about converting most of their hits into franchises. They said as much about Dishonored. Um, and there was another one. It's escaping my mind right now. But they, ba- they basically said, if a game performs well enough, it becomes a franchise. And we're not going to walk away from that. Oh, God, no. Yeah. So, obviously, a Fallout 4 is going to happen at some point. Whether or not it's next kind of remains to be seen. I, but on, in the terms of like what that game could borrow from other modern games, I feel like the Golden Goose right now is working in MMO mechanics into single-player games. Yeah. M- namely in the sense of like grind for gear. Destiny is obviously huge about that. What I could see them doing is, like, I can't remember who was suggesting, like, weekly events. So they could add, like, basically a dungeon raid, and then you party up with three other vault dwellers. Absolutely. And you guys hit this really long dungeon yeah. with a big boss at the end. And then you get stupid points or tickets or roll for gear at the end, and then you get a new leather jacket, rifle, Actually, whatever. So I never played Fallout 1 and 2. Um, how different were they from 3? Like in terms very, of like, very, very different. They're so, top-down, isometric, turn-based. Yeah. Do you think there's um, there's any value in just calling it Fallout, mm-hmm. doing the cool thing, you know, because they're doing... It's just Doom, right? Yes. Anyone? Halo. And then... Um, this is what Adam does with everything, the Halo? by the way. Yeah. What? Yeah, so you go, reboot. what if they just get rid of the n- numbers? Yeah. <laughs> I, that's not a bad idea, he's, though. He's, uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> numbers post three never do well, well in games. I'm just saying, like, is it worth revisiting Fallout 1 and 2, combining hmm. them into one game, calling hmm. it Fallout, oh. and then having, like, a, a per, you know... Well, Fallout 1 and 2 took place in world. different places. Oh, yeah. So you could do that, but... Kill myself. And the other, the other big thing about Fallout 1 and 2 is they were even less directed than... Uh, like Morrowind, for example. So the way Fallout 1 begins is like, hey, we're running out of water. Go. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't... They're like, there's a town over there. Maybe, maybe that'll help. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And you go to the town and just talk to everyone and find leads. And I just remember the cool thing was you could have sex with people. Yeah, you can. Uh, a friend of mine plays like, you have to play this game Fallout, you can have sex. I'm like, you have an internet connection, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, we need to download porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that took way too long. I, with iMesh, you get like a three megabyte file, you put on floppy drive, call it a day. Nah, nothing floppy about that drive. Ew, Boy, he was yeah, ready for that. Gross. Zip disk was also a cool thing. Also, I think every time you bang someone, it just fades to black and fades up. Well, I, I think... Just yeah, like real life. That's true. That's what, I just can do it all the time. Uh, but I think in, for, for Destiny, uh, we saw that everybody wants to grind, regardless of whether or not you don't like the game. Yeah. Millions of people are playing in a grinding for gear. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny, because I, gr- I, I was grinding for gear in Fallout 3 on my own. Yeah. Like, I would just wander around and like be like, ooh, new gun, you know? Like, and I'd like, try to kill a guy and get his gun and try to, you know, like, get a new helmet or something like that. I was just doing that single player for no yeah. reason at all. Huh. So why wouldn't you do that in Fallout 4? Yeah, like, with people. With people. Uh, and then actually use that, you know, in some sort of uh, crucible. So I don't know. It's a re- it's a really sticky game mechanic because if you if you make yourself dependent on other people, then you have friends who are like, we need to play tonight because I want a new hat. Yeah, I'm not so that. Uh, it works. I, I mean, I kind of prefer the Dark Souls thing where it's just like it just yeah. kind of happens. Like I don't want a multiplayer component. Should like a shoot like a crucible type thing in Fallout. Like it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But I mean, if they can make it work, great. But at the same time. I don't know, like, you know, what, what was the game? Um, not <laughs> Rage, that one. Oh, which yeah. is kind of Ooh. the closest looking thing 
to what probably Fallout 4 will look like. I liked Rage. I liked the last hour yeah. of Rage. The last hour of Rage. That's cool, when it, that's when it was closest sure. to Doom, and I was like, here we go, we're yeah. doing it. I got yeah. like a chain gun and a BFG. I'm like, fuck yes, fuck yeah, it's over. I actually liked Rage. My problem was I had played on PC and it kept lagging. Yeah, it was not. Like, you walk, yeah, you walk like four steps and we just kind of stop and it's like, it was like horrible on PC. Did you ever play Rage? No. Rage is bad. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't That's what I heard. Bad. It was, it was made for consoles. Like the rest of you guys. Yeah. I thought. Well, I guess Wolfenstein New Order was kind of like what Rage should have been. Yeah. In terms yeah, of a yeah, first-person shooter. Fuck me. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, Rage felt like Fallout in the sense that it was like you're like walking through an apocalyptic wasteland. There was cars and Mad Max and all that other bullshit, but it wasn't fun to play. So like, it just didn't. It didn't have vats. and that was the problem. It was like you know when you shot things, it didn't feel satisfying. Didn't really have stats either. That's right, it didn't. No, right, it was right. it was just a shooter. Uh, some things you could level up, like you could get better armor and a higher health if you found the right items in the world. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I played it on PC and I thought the shooting was terrible. And then I played it on console and I was like, oh, this is way more fun because it was obviously tuned for that. Yeah. But uh, I thought the shooting was okay. It's just, it seemed to include all that other stuff out of obligation, like side quests in an open world. Car racing? Yeah. It, the car racing especially was not great. It was at its best when you were running down a hallway shooting mutants. Like, yeah, no, sure. go fucking figure. It's hit software. Right, right. So it's strange to me that, yeah, it just seemed like an instance of they they really wanted to broaden their horizons, and all the all the horizons they tried to broaden to is like this is dead weight. Why is this yeah, here? Yeah, that's true. Just just focus on what you're good at, are which is why gonna, Doom is gonna be good. Are you gonna play Fallout Four? I'm gonna play it by ear. Really? I'm not I'm not dying for it like a lot of people because okay. of my previous previous lack of experience with the other the games other that preceded. I, the, the Fallout 1 and 2, in my like, in my personal opinion, really don't matter at this point. No, yeah. Uh, Fallout 3 is sort of the precursor, the, the only thing you really need to know. Now, if you sat down and played this, I think you'd kind of be Well, but I'm even it, but... saying like stuff like Skyrim. Like, uh, I'm not, I'm not itching for it. Sure. It's kind of like if you don't drink coffee, you don't need to drink coffee. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where I'm at in Speaking this Speaking of which, Adam, we get some coffee later. That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> I do not care um, for it. So uh, one thing I noticed today, I was um, uh, I went to the office across the, the way to get coffee, mm-hmm. and they had that Keurig thing, and I've never actually used one like more than just once. Yeah. And it, it felt like loading a like a World War II shell into like pretty a, great, isn't it? Yeah, you, like you open it, it's like. Oh, I think it's like, coming after you. Like, you got to drop it. You got to put him down. Wait, wait, he's shooting me. Yeah, you nicked him. Now he hates you. Oh fucking hell! You man. nicked him. Oh, nice. Oh, man, you just killed an officer. You get to take all the shit, yeah. This is, there you go. This is why you need to, like... I fall. hate carings. I think that they're a waste of plastic uh, uh, and oh, resources. And, I, that, and I, read a, I read a thing where the water inside the machine can never really fully clean it out uh, and dry it out so that the germs inside die. Yeah. So you just, like, continually refill the water. And it's nice. just a stagnant pool of cool. gross Cool, it's water. like a dude's soup. So Adam, Adam <sighs> accidentally did another thing that what? kind of always irked me about Skyrim. Oh, yeah, when you shoot someone on accident? Yeah, well, they get it's... get mad at you? Yeah, it's not... Well, of course <laughs> they'll get mad at you, but it's, it's not even that. It's just, like, a lot... A lot of very unintended consequences. A lot of the times in Skyrim, I would like go somewhere, and I would start attacking you for no reason. There's yeah, be, that there happened a, a lot. Button, there should be a button that's just throw up your hands and you just go. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Accent, accent. That would. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my mom's trapped in there with the red roaches. Oh man. It's a tunnel snake. Yeah, tunnel snakes rule. They do. 
remember the first time I played Skyrim, I was just wandering around in the wilderness, I found a shed, and I was like, hey, there's an empty shed, cool, and I went in there, and there was like a trap door in one of the rooms, and I was like, hey, cool, trap door, I went down in the trap door, there was like this terrible dungeon down there, it's like, that's weird, and then I left, and then some old woman rolls up and he's like, you are, get out of here, and then she just started attacking me, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay. Sounds like a Hagrid. It's like real life. I whipped out my giant bastard sword and ran her through, like a, like a good Skyrim player. <laughs> Lo and behold, she was like the grand grand wizard of the evil society, and she was the last NPC I needed to talk to to finish this long quest chain that I just started. Oh shit! So ten hours later, they were like, "Okay, go see this chick in a cabin in the woods." And I march out there and they're like, "I remember this cabin." Oh. Fuck me. So what'd you do? I stopped playing the game because it's just like when things like that happen. You're a murderer! Hey, it's me, Butch! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sorry, go ahead. It's just, I don't know. For me, it's it's like, I get that that's kind of funny, in a way, but also, I would put in a lot of time and was looking forward to a payoff at the end of this quest line. Well, it's the thing I like about it is it's real life. That, the thing, well, that's no, what that happens when you find an old lady in the woods and in you real life. You just she murder. doesn't come back to life. Like Really? You like that? It's a fucking video that's game. Why, well, that's why it's similar oh. to like game. <laughs> This is probably why I'm not dying for the next one of the series. Why? This is awesome. Are you kidding? There we go. He died in his sleep. His skull's broken in. He's bleeding out of his mouth. Only dreams now. Steal his shit. Butch, I already did. Butch is a dick. No, I'm not a dick. I'm a snake. That's what he sounds like after you smack him in the head with a pole. Pedal snakes, roll. Don't hit me in the head with a pole. I don't need BB. You get the pole again. Purified water, there you go. I was thinking I was putting it in the first aid kit. Alright, run the Telesec outfit, because now people yeah, now walk Now you can impress your oh. friends. Now <laughs> you'll be Butch. Here's another tale of terrible things in Skyrim. Uh, the first time you kill a dragon, you get the like weenie version of your dragon shout. Right, yeah. And the way the game in- introduces you to it is like, Oh my god, you killed a dragon. They're like, you should use your dragon power. So I'm like, who? It is borderline That's racist. Finnish like, accent? And uh, then whatever they think people sound Swedish? Like. Yeah, it's kind of Swedish, yeah. uh, but so you do your dragon shout directly at the NPC who tells you to do it, and he's like, "That was cool," basically, and then he like wanders off, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, okay, I guess I can just shout at people now." And then I wandered to the nearest town and did my weenie little shout at the guards because I was just bored because I walked for five minutes without seeing anything. And then they're like, hey! And then they immediately chase after me and kill me. I like the lesson. There's a dragon! That Lawrence learns is, I just go around and shout at people. The game demonstrates behavior to you. No, Lawrence, you play the game like you would act in real life, which is so charming and wonderful. Lawrence Lawrence is right. Lawrence plays by the rules. It established a set of rules and it immediately broke them. Yes. And Uh, Skarn does that a lot, actually. It'll, it'll... It will give you. Mi- well, hold on. I, I don't know if that's true. Oh, by the way, I don't think you would go into a town and start shouting. <laughs> um, regardless, until they try to kill me. The, the, the set of rules. The set of rules it establishes, though, are true. Because if you yell at that guy, and the guy's not going to do anything to you. He's, right, he's, he's, he's an old man. But if you yell at the guards. They will get mad at you. They no, will. but it's, it's a damage thing, right? It's the yeah. game thinks you damage the these game, guards. The game taught me that that is not an oh. act of aggression because the old dude was like, "Ah, oh, cool shot, bro." But but if you shot at an old man, he's not going to do anything. If you shot at a guard, they might do something yeah. to you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like shooting at a policeman. Well, then he should he should have been like awesome, but you know, be careful because not everybody. Yes, he should have given you a second. My, well, my experience. They won't do that, though. They'll be like, uh, "You're walking around with magic out right now. Yeah. Do you be scared of what?" You That's true. Sort of. Yeah, if your weapons are brandished in like town, people do kind of freak out, which I like. Yeah, but to, to your point, Joel, about like playing like you would in real life, or I even wanted to play a character. I wanted to basically be like a a taciturn murderer, like a Conan the Barbarian type, because um, I, I built my dude. Like his name was his name was Crom. 
Uh, and I just wanted to roll around without a shirt on and a giant sword and murder everyone. You know, typical, typical fantasy. Uh, but <laughs> the dialogue options they give you don't reflect any breadth of character. So I ended up just having to pick like the best case in any given scenario, and it was never what I wanted to say or the dialogue I wanted to have. Heed my words <laughs> and see my blade, Basically. for I shall strike it down upon thee. That is also uh, probably a product of it having been in development from 2008. And newer games have more options that allow for more nuance. Yeah, that's, that's true. No. I mean, you can always go back and play Zork and do some text-based. Uh, no, because then it's... We'll go back to editing. Just, just like every other game, there's only one... There's Like, the only paths you can take are the one the developer's intended for you to take. So, there's not going to be a lot more breadth than... Well, okay, so they're spending a lot of time on it, which is good. But, at the end of the day, all this content needs to be made by human beings who are sitting in cubicles making it. And no matter what, they're never going to get everything I want. So there's always going to be that moment where the the thing I want to do actually, is not reflected uh, in the game. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of things I want to do in games that I can't do. Uh, going, actually, going back to and Fallout, developers didn't want me to do those. Going games. going back to Fallout Three, we're going we're, you know playing it right now for those who are just listening. That's what this like, is. I forgot about Vats. Vats is the best. Boom! Like, part of, totally yeah, forgot about the best part, it. Of, best part of, of Fallout. That's oh, what, remember when he showed it off on the, on X Play? I was like, yeah, holy man. shit! I, I completely missed that in Skyrim. Like that was such a cool mm. thing. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't make sense really in Skyrim, I guess, because they improved the combat. Um, but, um, I was just gonna I, say I, I, I was I always played stealth with like arrows and shit. So the patch that they added yeah. that added all the slow mo cams made it better. Like it, it kind of added that Vats flavor. Yeah. Where if you got a critical hit on somebody, you would just like it like an eighties action movie. They would fly. I, yeah. I always I always when in my short experience I always saw uh, Vats as an excuse. It was. That's what it I thought was it was. Totally an excuse because otherwise it looks like when Adam was just swinging it, just like yeah. Well, and that's the way I felt in Skyrim. Yeah. In yeah. Skyrim, you're just you're just like. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, doing crazy stupid shit. But this at least <laughs> slows it down, gives it a little more. It's still weird feel. though. Well, it's still weird though still. because there are games that don't need it that Uh-oh. still like play real cool oh, yeah, without it. It's just like who's gonna make the first move? Right in the head. Right in the head. Ah! My favorite's always like when it like uh, it's like their head is crippled. Yeah. Oh. So Vats is also kind of a, it's a compromise wow. between Fallout 1 and 2. Oh, no, it's just a swing fest. Because since those were those were turn-based, it was more about positioning tactics and, like, oh, dear. Boof! Oh, more action points! Oh. And circling around. Come on, Vats him, Vats him! No, he's out of action points. No, he's got more now. At least face of like, oh! oh. Security Chief Hanson. Boom! Oh. Uppercut, nice job! So good to see you, dude, Soup. You're here to help... <laughs> <laughs> Look at your maker. Jeez, man. Um, You're terrible man. I fucking love Fallout. Oh, ultimately, like don't ulti- come on, don't. Oh, oh, oh boy. Ultimately, these games are kind of an awkward mix between an actual like <laughs> pen and paper D and D campaign. Oof. Ah. Ah! Oh, there we go. Ah! Oh, God, you're dancing <laughs> around him. It looks so derpy. Left arm crippled. And that's the ex- that's the exciting that's version the, of combat. Yeah, that's the fun. That's the fun part. That's that's why it's fun because it looks like there we go. Death. Woo! Also, uh, the the first time you shoot a guy in the head with vats it is the most satisfying his thing. His head explodes. Yeah, it's it's amazing. The sound design is actually pretty good too. Like the way that like, oh. <laughs> he went over and posed. Hope you're allowed to turn yourself in. I forgot what it was. It was Who like, cares? I was like, you should kill yourself. All right, well, that'll wrap up Fallout chat, I guess. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about Fallout so much more. Oh, yeah, keep talking about Fallout. Then. I don't know. I, the, the only thing I can really think of was um, in New Vegas. The, the, I, was, I was thinking of this story when you were talking about how the, like, kind of how broken the NPC system is. Oh, God Oh, shit. Oh, he's got you. You gave him time to quit. <laughs> it's like, he's like, let me just we'll talk later. <laughs> he goes and gets a pipe. Oh! All right, I'm ready to talk now. Uh, so, 
uh, I just remember there was a, an NPC. <laughs> there was an NPC. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Block and He's real strong. <laughs> it's like the developers have never seen anyone use <laughs> anything as a weapon ever. <laughs> oh, his if someone <laughs> If someone described what a fight looked like to someone who had never seen a fight, this is head how they make it. <laughs> no, I'm talking like this. Oh, it's going to get you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can block it. I like how, how daintily he walks backwards. Well, he's, he's all sorts of cripple. He's yeah, dancing. I think you cripple his arm. He's dancing. <laughs> Ooh. Uh oh. Wait, oh back of the head. Hold on. Back out. Back out and lock the door. Oh. Yeah, I think you can do that. Let's see. <laughs> well, I go to the computer. Uh, <laughs> it's just yelling through the room. Oh. oh. All, right. all right. That's him. Yep. One last vats for the road. I think I'm. Oh, there we go. Uh, oh man! Oh, Critical strike on old man. Wow, you um, killed the overseer. Anyway, there's a, oh look at him. I have a new overseer. <laughs> he died. He died as he lived. <laughs> I'm Pondering. Take a, I'm gonna take his clothes. Uh, You're the overseer now. Yeah. <laughs> you have to eat his heart though, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Get his power. Oh, look at oh. his legs are crossed. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh. Under the uh, he died in his sleep, just <laughs> like Butch. I know. He's putting him on the bed. <laughs> Uh, Good night, sweet prince. Oh, well, <laughs> just show. Oh, sorry, sorry. Anyway, there's a character named Boone. Uh, he works for like the I forget what it was, New California Republic or something like that. But he'll be one of your followers. And we walked up to this fort, and they immediately started firing on us. It didn't oh, do anything. Yes, I had that same problem. I'm just getting sniped, and then so I killed all these guys, and it ended up being New California Republic people. And Boone looks at me, and Boone also murdered a bunch of them too. He looks at me, and goes, "Hey, I won't tolerate that. You killed my own guys." I'm like, "You were in on it. Like, <laughs> don't put the blame on me." Um, so don't it's tell me out. But that was, Boone is a complicated man. <laughs> <laughs> but that was always kind of the game's charm, like how broken it was. And you know me, I love broken games, so. Um, yeah. I never really had a problem with it per se, but I don't know. I, I just remember that being like, okay, so this is totally broken, but yeah. uh, I'll, I'll take it. But I'm kind of looking forward to that again. Like I like that sort of stuff. And that's that's yeah, that's the so danger of like Tony Bennett or something. He's listening to Beetlejuice. Yeah, uh, so. that's the danger when you it's when you yeah, yeah apply like worldwide rules. Um, Killer. There you go. Because I had the same, I had the same issue. Actually, I rolled up on that like prison camp, and they all started immediately shooting at me. Yeah. And so one of my first experiences in New Vegas was meticulously murdering everyone inside of a prison, <laughs> and I didn't know why I was doing it either. Yeah, like yeah. it didn't make sense. Why are these guys mad at me? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Far Cry 2, also a little bit, and that everybody they would like see a dude across the plane and be like. Hey! And they yeah, just start yeah. shooting at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? You guys don't have any, You don't know who I am! Hey. Yeah. Just shout, start shooting. He's in a jeep! Kill him! Kill him. <laughs> Kill him. Well, yeah. you killed everybody in the vault. Do we have some couple comments for Yeah, let's. Uh, all right, here we go. From, hey, we, we wrote questions for ourselves. From, our, from our housemates. Yeah, okay, housemates. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll get to those eventually. Okay. Uh, I, so. Thank you guys for your very warm welcome. Uh, Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank I, I, you. I cherry picked some interesting comments on the last last podcast. Uh, Soupy Sales has an interesting uh, interesting projection of how our next year will go. Uh -oh. uh, he or she writes, "I'll subscribe, but I just realized something. The IG crew will do to Rooster Teeth exactly what they did to Machinima. They'll play along, pretend to go with the flow. Right. Then they will eventually say fuck it mm -hmm. and start doing their own shit and yep. biting the hand that feeds them, right. and it will be great. Yep. Because they are rebels deep deep down, and you can't put no leash yeah, on them. Yeah, we're rebels, we're man. Rebels. Oh, man. We're biting the hand that feeds. We're really, we're really the furthest thing from uh, rebels. rebels. Yeah, we want to work at a company. Yeah, we yeah. play video up. games, and we like Rooster Teeth, so that's why we're working at the company. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's um, interesting for now. You mean? Yeah, we're just gonna uh, play it cool. Yeah, play it. 
Sorry, I had, to, cool. I, had to, I, had to, I had to rebel against what you were saying. And then we're going to set small controlled blazes in our office. <laughs> you know, to rebel. Only in our office? Yeah, to, in our office. It seems like it would hinder us, though. Huh? Okay. All right. Well, you yeah, smell that? Yeah. Once the fumes get to you, yeah, you won't care anymore. We're rebels. We burn ourselves. Just don't <laughs> fall asleep. The nap is fine. But get don't fall of our oxygen. Um, <laughs> great theory, but you're way off. Way off. Uh, Greg Greggington. Uh, so before I get into this comment, let me just say what? that there's been a lot of people talking and complaining about the merger of fan bases, but I haven't actually seen any of anybody actually fighting. Just complaints about fighting. That's true. Which is very bizarre. Oh, right. oh, so it's preemptive. I think so. Yeah, preemptive complaining. That's the kind of complaining. Well, the, it's I like respect. what happens when it's like what happens when it's like the Brady Bunch. There's oh, a story yeah. of a couple roosters. Who are sitting in a very, I don't know, whatever. And then the rest of the Brady Bunch. We all, we all get what you're going on. Uh, so Greg Gregington writes, You guys, oh, hold on. Every time you type on, tap on the screen, it brings up the keyboard. You guys would be a lot better of a fan base if you just realized your bitching does absolutely nothing to influence them. Whoa. It's not as if you even have to work with them, so just deal with the fact that Funhouse is something new and different. Ooh. The worst things you people could do is... Being up, bring up the past because of IG, because it holds no relevance and makes the whole channel an experience an ungenuine TLDR. Shut the fuck up. Jeez. Oh, wow. That's wow. a little harsh. Uh, yeah, we do actually listen to people We're constantly and, listening. Yeah. and communicate as much as we can um, with people. Uh, though, um, and I kind of made a point of this um, in regards to Todd Howard and stuff. Mm, yeah. I kind of just said, like, like, I know a lot of you want us just to do, keep doing the same thing that you know you love. But you should be confident that we are capable of finding new things that you guys Absolutely. might love. Yeah. Because well, we're doing familiar things. Yeah, what yeah. we're we're always making ourselves laugh in new ways, so I don't know why you guys wouldn't want to be in on those new jokes, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, it's kinda like the whole blade thing. Like it, would it would you guys really still be liking if we said blade at the end of every single I mean I, you probably would. I but, would like <laughs> um, But still it's just one of those things way. where, you know, we're gonna keep coming up with new funny stuff, I think. Oh, absolutely, and, yeah. uh, and finding new awesome stuff, and then that'll replace the old stuff, and then it'll be new cool things, and then you'll want us to do those new things that are not yet discovered. You'll want us to go back and do those again, even though we'll have moved on to something else. Yeah, I think that was always kind of the reason why working with this group is we'd always discover new funny things to do, and we always moved on, and we actually got kind of tired of old kind of tropes and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, uh, working with Rooster Teeth, or becoming part of Rooster Teeth, was like a really good example, because now all of a sudden we have to kind of think a little more outside the box, which I really like and we're really good at. And sort of like, the only example I can think of is like, we don't want to create any content that conflicts with anything else that's out there. Like we don't want to do exactly what Achievement Hunter's doing. We don't want to do exactly what- um, The No is doing. The no, well, except when we're on the No. Um, yeah, but I mean, we're going to integrate with them. We're not exactly, gonna, we're not yeah, yeah. Go, we're not going to do an Ashley episode, and we're not going to do an Inside Gaming episode. Yeah, we, the know? last yeah. thing we want is any, like, we want the most collaboration. This is the thing that people were asking from us for a long time. They are like, hey, you guys should collaborate with Rooster Teeth. And it's like, well, this is the ultimate collaboration. Yeah. We want to collaborate. We don't want to compete. That's the thing. So we want to find a way. And that's, that's, a, that's a challenge. It's an artistic challenge, but, like, we'll find a way of doing it. Um, Stop. Collaborate and listen. There you go. Now, Back to he, editing. Yep. See, new is funny. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I'm realizing now this game has signs that point you to Megaton, and that was the last thing I went to. Go to Megaton. Really? When I, when I first played, well, I got there a little late, but. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Go try and do the bomb. Defuse the bomb. Yeah. Just I'm, go shoot it. I, it always blows up. Shoot, shoot. Shoot the detonator off of it. Can you do that immediately? Yes. Really? Shoot it. Shoot. Pull, okay. pull your gun out and shoot Are it. Are you hurt? No. Yeah, he's hurt. No. Looks like your arm. Oh, yeah. no, you yeah. gun. It's because of my gun out. Yeah. How do you holster weapons? I Why are you holding it like that? <laughs> like this. 
Bam. Everyone knows it's a standard carrying procedure. Clutch it to your ribcage at all times. Keeps it warm. Uh, gummy, gummy pier, hmm. Gummy Piretti. Okay. All right. Writes, God, I fucking hate rooster shit. Why didn't they just leave Inside Gaming alone and not make it a kid's show? I wouldn't mind if they stayed the same, but I know they're going to make it a dumb kid's show. Kid's what? show? What the hell's what a kid's are you show? Talking about? Rooster Teeth doesn't make anything for kids. I do no, enjoy they have game kids, they have game a kids. game kids channel, That's actually which is for little kids. a specific channel that they designed for kids. Yeah. So I'm not sure this they person knows kids. what anything is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy these brief windows into people's because clearly that those words he typed them out and his yeah. uh, his mind got there somehow. Yeah, I just don't know how. I, I don't know what gave you the impression or anyone the impression that I, would be I coming. Think kids maybe what he's saying is that he's, we might dumb down our content. Maybe we're I pretty dumb. Yeah, we are pretty dumb. Yeah. I think what he was saying is like us getting bought like by Disney or something that's more mature related content. Well, that's like an example. Like someone getting bought by Disney and being told, like coming in and being like, "Hey, we only sell to like more mature markets, or we only sell to certain things." So I think they're worried that we would have to take out James's fart jokes. Never. He never does fart jokes. jokes. James's uh, vagina jokes. And my Gilbert Sullivan jokes. Because because their content is more mature. I think that's what this person is thinking. That their content is more mature, and they would make us try to be more. I think. I, I mean. You don't have to, but I think you should take some time to familiarize yourself with the kind of stuff that Rooster Teeth does, because it's kind of all over the spectrum. I would say some of the stuff they do is more mature than the stuff we do, but then a lot of it is a lot less mature. But then, but then we have we have done entire things that are just purely based around Bruce farting. Yeah. So I don't know where that qualifies in the scale of maturity and immaturity. Um, high maturity. Well, it's we, high. We, very high. I mean, a big reason why we really like working with Rooster Teeth is like I saw a lot of similarities when I was doing stuff with them in the group that I work with here. And so I was like, I, I was just out there in Austin a little bit, you know, a while ago, and I was telling you guys about this. How like their company, you know, the Austin office is huge. Um, there's a lot of people there um, in different. They have different kind of production groups, but I see little bits of them in all of us, and there's just yeah. way more similarities than um, I think this guy realizes. Calamity uh, Jane. What? <laughs> Lucas Sims? Yeah, Lucas Sims is what you're talking about. No, yeah. I, 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 we wouldn't have just jumped right into this if we didn't think it was the right fit. Um, of so We spent, we spent months talking about this. Also, I don't know how you can say anything's changed, considering there's only so much to choose from, and all of it is very like indicative of us. Yeah. It's just purely our personality. The basis, the basis is familiar. You, if you know us, then you know, you know approximately what we will make. We're not yeah. going to go out and decide to make a movie review show. Maybe so we will. Maybe we will. So Actually, anyway, we really wanted to talk yeah, about the new Hitman. 47. Let's talk about movies because there's the uh, there's the <laughs> Hitman tradition. teaser, and then we saw Jupiter Ascending, which oh my god, oh, you saw it? Yeah, is it great? Lawrence and I both saw it's, it. It's it's great in a way. There. Hmm. So let's talk about Hitman first. Mm-hmm. Let's start oh, on a high man. note. Go ahead. Uh, Why are we talking about Hitman? Because uh, Adam, you wanted to. Okay. Well, I'm. Uh, why are we bringing up Hitman? Because there's a new trailer. There it is. Uh-huh. Sorry, that's what I wanted you to say. Do what uh, I want. You gotta, you gotta fight. You gotta fight for everything in this world, Adam. <laughs> Even when it comes to getting people to say things. Very for similar uh, to the way that Hitman fights for everything. Uh, hitting money and hit, money. Hitting yeah. guys. Uh, Bruce, you want to hear? You jumping on this? I'll trade you. Oh, great! I would. Yeah, I'm, getting, I'm getting a little tired. Sure. So this trailer is kind of unique. Adam played yeah, well, 58 minutes. Uh, now, Bruce, jump in. Jump in. This trailer is kind of unique in the sense that. Uh, it's not painting the. It's not painting Agent Forty Seven as a protagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like and this that. is actually something that I've noticed in games in general uh, lately is that they are kind of dropping the need to portray the player as the hero. Uh, Watchdogs, like Watch yeah, yeah, was very anti-hero. There was another one that came out really. Re- oh wait, what was it? 
there, anyway, there have been a few protagonists lately where they like don't even... Like God of War, Kratos is oh, like sure. the world's biggest asshole. Yeah. He's really not... I mean, I think at the end of 3, spoiler, sorry, he like basically floods the world because he kills Poseidon, and for some reason when he killed Poseidon, the world floods. That makes sense. But he was like, he just murdered everything. Aaron's like, he's the good guy. He just wants this little girl. He wants girl. to murder. He's, at one point, he's walking around the game with a little girl. Like, he's dragging her out of a dungeon while holding the severed head of some dude as a light bulb. I was like, that's cool. If you he's, press Q, you auto-run. He's strong and sensitive. Um, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, just, uh, yeah. it's just, it's just interesting in that, obviously, a writer came to that, that property, and they were like, hmm. So, Agent 47 has no emotions, and he's really good at killing people, and that's it. And you want him to be the protagonist? Yeah. Well, and they it, tried the movie before. Yeah. Did anyone see that? With Timmy O? Um, no, I, I haven't seen it yet. Timothy, they keep Holy casting font. the worst people in the world as Agent 47. Yeah. Um, I like that he took the role. I, I like the actor, and I think no, the fact I, that he I took the role. No, I love Timothy Elephant. Like, him yeah. and Deadwood, freaking awesome. And I watched Go. a little bit of Justified. He's okay. And, yeah, Justified yeah. starts good. But. Uh, and Girl Next Door, another great film starring Timothy Oliphant. Wait, he's in that? He is in it. Oh. Apparently his character was based on Eli Roth. Huh. It's worth noting. <laughs> you and your IMDb trivia. Uh, I know things. But anyway, we were discussing various various like scenarios that take place in the Hitman game, and kind of bummed that it didn't seem like any of those are going to be in the movie. No. There was the Heaven and Hell Club that you were you well, were talking I, about. I was telling you, which I guess you were surprised about. Um, I've played every single Hitman game. Yeah, I didn't. The, the only one I haven't finished was the newest one. I got kind of far, but like Absolution. From, yeah, I got it. I, I actually really liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but for some reason, I lost interest in it. I, I should probably go back and finish it. Uh, story wasn't that great, but uh, yeah, I, something about stealth games, I don't know. Um, but there's so much they can pull from that's actually really cool. Like yeah. Hitman, um, Dead Money, and Contracts had some of the coolest things that they could pull from. It would actually work well in a movie. And it really bums me out that they're just like, he's just a Hitman. It's like, an action movie, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Press V. V. Oh, no, no kill her. <laughs> Ooh, hello. Hello, Silver. I'm not going to kill her. You can have sex with her right away. Um, yeah? I don't know, maybe. Wow. Um, I didn't get the mods working, so... It, it is weird because... It's, so, like, the World of Warcraft movie's coming out, and that took... How many years, Joel? For oh, them God. to, like... Well... Like, that includes, like, eight, nine no, starts, though. It took, like, it took like seven or eight years. She, oh. already, she already gave you money? Man, she wants you back. Don't kill her. Don't no, go. no! Oh. That's where you aim your penis! Oh, no. Press E. Don't do it. Don't do it, press Bruce. E, press E. Don't do it! Boom! Look how many shots takes to her head. Oh, my her God, head she's still... <laughs> oh yeah! Oh. Oh. Ruined the table setting and everything. Oh, this game's fucking awesome. Should be all right. All right, well, have sex with her. Um, well, anyway, within the time that they have just got uh, World of Warcraft into like pre-production, they made two Hitman movies. So, what makes Hitman so goddamn special? It doesn't require you making giant walking, talking cow people. I guess that's that's well, true. Yeah. They also do, probably don't care as much. When you're making as much money off of the World of Warcraft brand and name, you're probably going to be a little bit more careful with it, yeah, with it yeah, than Hitman, where they just turn out a game whenever they feel like it. Yeah, that's true. Well, even that, like, the game essentially went through a reboot. But I was like, is the Hitman franchise that popular? That I think it's just easy to convert to movie. Right. Because you have basically, you, you have... costume budget is a, is a black suit. What, yeah. With a red tie. The switch guns. Yeah. Uh, that's this thing. Yeah, and then items is down below. Oh, that's right. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the things we were discussing is that the Hitman games have a really cool tone. Like yeah. uh, there, there's dark comedy mixed in there a lot, 
and uh, like genuinely disturbing stuff. There was that. I think it was was it it was Blood Money or Contracts. The first level you go to basically like a, a nightclub that's also a meatpacking plant. Yeah. And then you find the that butcher. Was, uh, contracts, I believe. Contracts, yeah. yeah. Uh, spoilers, whatever. Um, the guy you have to kill is this is this like butcher. Or actually, no wait. You're going in there to to find someone's daughter. What you end up finding is this butcher who has like pictures of her all over his room, mm-hmm. and then she's like strung up, like on a meat hook, dead. Yeah. And you have to like I think. I don't remember specifically, but you like grab her hand, and that's what you take out. Something like that. It's pretty dark, but then that's there's also, really there's, fucked there's up. The other one, I want to say it was uh, Blood Money. I think we said Dead Money before. I think it's actually Blood Money. Yeah. I forget. I, it's been a while since I played them, but I think that was the one where you go to Mardi Gras. Yeah. And you can dress up as a chicken. And <laughs> that's, you can, yeah, and there's like you can mow down the entire crowd if you want to. But I was like that. That's what was missing in that movie trailer we saw. Like it's all very serious, and they full on rip off the, the line from Watchmen, where he's like he's in the room. For yeah. whatever reason, the dude, um, the dude from Legit has a sniper rifle in a confession room, and he's like, "You're trapped in here with me." He's like, "No, you're trapped in here with me." And then he kicks the table, and somehow sets well, off the gun, shoots, shoots his, and he pulls up his no. his uh, chain it's, on his. It's very sh- Resident <laughs> Evil movies. Yes, Resident Evil movies They're are absurd. like fuck it, UCG. What they should have had though was him in a chicken suit, like. Drowning someone in a toilet, like just pe- like complete blank stare. Yeah, or there, there's one where like you have to go to, like a mob boss's house, and there's like the CIA. I think he's under witness protection, and so you can go and dress as a clown because there's a party. That's right, yeah. And then you can rig the barbecue so that the guy's wife will try to use it, and she'll blow up on, she'll catch on fire, and then she'll run in the pool, and everyone's distracted, so you can go in the house and strangle the dude. Dress as a clown, like that should be in the movie right there. Like someone should be looking at that and being like, this is like. Deadpool levels of absurdity that I should be writing into a film. Instead, they're like, well, he's bald and he's a clone. Big deal. Like, why? Why? The, why do you hate things? The best Hitman sequence in any movie was actually in Crank. Because in the first movie, they, like, show a flashback of the of Chev Chelios killing somebody. And the way they show it is, like, somebody, like, stashes a gun in a stack of ice or whatever. And then he, like, rolls in, like, I... I I seem to recall he like took out a chef, like took his clothes, grabbed the gun out of the ice, and then shot the dude. And I'm like, that is a hitman level. That's totally hitman. And also, fucking Jason Statham should be Agent Forty Seven. I don't know what we're waiting uh, on. That. I don't know. I, I think Jason Statham's really good at playing Jason Statham. Yeah, he kind of is. Uh, yeah, because then he'd be like, oh, I'm the hitman, and it's like, well, the hitman kind of had a unique voice. Like the voice actor who played him was really cool, and kind of even looked like Hitman. Maybe a little too old to play him at this point, but still, it's like, oh, you know, just you know, maybe get a, a bald dude doesn't look weird when he's bald. I guess everyone you keep gassing looks strange. Yeah, I like Timothy Elephant, but he deserves hair. So, stop. Yeah, please. you would think they <laughs> would. They would either use a skull cap or some concealer on the on the scalp to cover up all the little stubbles. Yeah. Well, to your point though, like I'm, I'm, or I guess to the movie's point, I am only slightly interested because they're portraying Hitman as an actual villain. Yeah. Whereas the guy from Heroes and uh, Star Trek is like following him. Yeah, Zachary uh, Quinto. Yeah, but it also just—it looks like a—it just looks like a bad movie. Oh, well, even a shades. Of, I, I got a little shade of uh, like Terminator there. So it's like it's like nice. Quinto is like the Kyle Reese character who protects the lady for some reason, and he's like, you don't know this guy's serious business, genetically engineered killing machine, yeah. and basically they're running from him the entire movie is is what I assume it will the, the structure will be like. Sure. Yeah, I am just like you. You could make a good Hitman movie. You really could. Um, maybe in ten years we will. But, but this doesn't want to watch it. Uh, I'll watch it, but I'm no. Beyond, oh. I would say beyond the people who play Hitman the game, is no. it is it a compelling enough IP that people are like, oh yeah, that's no. cool. yes, exactly. No, absolutely not. I agree. 
The so, so what's like, the point? Looks like a real dumb movie, uh, apart from the franchise. Well, I would I guess say they keep making stupid Resident Evil movies. Yeah, because well, they I, do I was, well. I was gonna say the best looking video game movie coming out um, is the uh, the Rage film that they're calling Mad Max for some reason, but oh, it looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Weird casting decisions. Oh, boy, strange. But, so uh, in terms of in terms of video game crossover with movie, James and I saw Jupiter Ascending. Oh boy, she's coming in. I want to ask you guys about that, but I'm glad you saved it for the podcast. Yes, our head explodes. We had quite a, a little discussion, bit. and we were gonna try and see it together. And then I think you went on Friday, right? Yes. And I couldn't go. But then I got a text late Friday night that said, uh, Jupiter Ascending is not a good film, but it is fascinating. We must discuss or something like that. And I think and, I saw the tweet. Or something oh, like was that. it a tweet? Oh, yeah. Either way. Um, but uh, Now here's the best part. Why we go the, pick up the dog's head. Why was oh, the right. blood flying out? Uh, press Z to pick things up. Yep. Now you show that to your enemies. They won't Here's a, I have a head. Here. Do you um, want it? Oh, that's gross. I ended up seeing Jupiter Ascending on Saturday and texted Lawrence back and basically said, yes, you are right. So what was <laughs> or that? I, is it worth going to watch? Yes. Uh, it's, I, a, it's a spectacle. Okay. So, so I'm a big fan of a, a film website oh. called Film Drunk. Uh-huh. Um, and their review for uh, Jupiter Ascending is pretty much spot on. It is, this movie is broken. It is in so many pieces. I don't know how it got as far as it did, yada, yada, yada. But then ultimately, he comes down on the side of saying, it kind of reminds me of the Winchester Mystery House. And you might as well charge tickets to the Winchester Mystery House, right? Like, you might as well charge admission. Why not? So um, the general consensus was, go see it. But go see it knowing that it's kind of a mess, right? That's so weird, because I thought Cloud Atlas was going to be that. And a lot of people walked away from that going, like, I really like Cloud, Cloud Atlas. Atlas was Cloud legit. Atlas is ex- I also found out recently that apparently there's a four-hour version of Cloud Atlas that's on Netflix. Not yeah. coming to Netflix, but... No, I think that's what they said. No, they're working on a Netflix series. Yeah, but since... Oh, it, that's what it Warner was. Brothers owns that, and they're probably never going to see it. They showed it to the Netflix guy. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, so... Cloud Atlas is awesome. This movie... Well, Lawrence and I were kind of saying, it looks like it's based off a book trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's not. And it looks like they only had enough money. They had to kind of, a uh, series of unfortunate events, consolidate the trilogy down into one movie. So it is the entirety of book one, none of book two, and then the conclusion of book three is basically what this movie is. So it's super deep. It's super weird. You're like, why are there flying dragons? Like, I don't understand. What is going on? And uh, but then you don't really get you don't even scratch the surface of anything. It so just kind of glosses should, um, over it. Take mushrooms and then go to see. It. Yes, how's yeah, Channing Tatum and his uh, his uh, space, space boots? So not as not absolutely not as cool as he should be. Yeah, which yeah. is a dumb thing to say considering he's like a half wolf dude with pointy ears and and sure. and skate boots. For some reason, and and this is the Wachowskis, they know how to make things cool, right? They they basically set the tempo of cool yeah, yeah. in the late nineties. Yeah. So I feel like they, and on a larger scale, I feel like the rest of the movies like this. They know what they're doing. Oh shit! No. Pick up his head. They know what they're doing. So how did that happen? Unless yeah, they well, meant for it to be that. Way. I well, I have a theory that my theory that I came out of the theater with and told Lawrence about was. I think the Wachowskis are really smart. I think they're genius level, right? I think they are way smarter than we could possibly imagine. Um, I think they love movies. Um, and I think their last couple films have been underwhelming. They've been making underwhelming films. So they basically got together and they said, they said, how can we make a movie that will sell? 
Right? We need to make a... They said it was Jupiter Ascending? Yeah, with Jupiter Big, Ascending. Dumb oh. space Big, dumb space sci-fi star. Well, movie star. Because it has a, like, husk of a female lead, right? She's basically nothing who falls in love with a boy, right? Then space the boy, boy is half-wolf, yeah. right? So you have basically the whole Twilight Whoa. thing going on. Also, not only is... Is she in love with him? But she's also like the most important thing in the universe, just by happenstance. Oh. Um, so it has all these elements of like Twilight yeah. and like intergalactic battling and stuff like this. It, it's supposed to appeal to everyone, except that it ends up appealing to no one wow. because because I think they got so mixed up in the process that they got confused and. Their real desire was to make this weird giant space opera, but then what they had to make f- because of studios was a weird twilight in space with like Channing Tatum. Do you want? So, uh, wait, hold on. I've got, wait, the, ba- I've got the bad watch? news. I've got the bad news. What? We've reached the hour limit of our Jupiter Ascending podcast. What? So, the Ascension with Jupiter to, Ascending. Do we, have, do we have fan art or no? Uh, no. Okay. Well, then we actually. Well, it exists. I will, I will I think say this: it, if we are going out on this note. Um, Oh. You guys have been doing fantastic work on the subreddit. Yeah, and seriously. And oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Montezum, Hooded Bob, Black Nerd, yeah. Ip Kippy, Bruce's Fart, Corey Clark, you guys, James. You know really bad. Uh, I feel like we're forgetting someone. Uh, but you guys have done a. I'm uh, not getting it yet. Oh, you, you will. You guys have done a uh, fantastic job of getting everything up and going like without us so thank you yeah okay. yes thank you very much yeah that, the subreddit looks fucking fantastic oh, it's so um, beautiful and, and rest yeah. assured we will be making more videos and be be more active once we get up and rolling which is now we're getting up and rolling now right this will be up okay so this week has basically been sort of um, hit caps lock sorry there you go it locks you I don't know why it does it um, this week has kind of been more kind of prep we're still kind of figuring things out like uh, Bernie said our launch is the 16th so we should be up and running. We're pre-producing content now. You guys have been following us on uh, all the social media stuff, seeing that we have started playing games. We're getting there. Um, podcast will be normal. We've talked. I've. Uh, I guess I won't give away what I'm, I'm doing. Can't promise anything, but I have installed Skyrim and GTA 4 on my PC. So what is that? Oh, I guess we're gonna play. Fallout, Fallout series Fallout is coming. Series. I really do want to replay Fallout, so I want to figure that out. And then. Um, um, and then also, if you guys miss any of it, I was in Austin earlier this week, and I did some videos over that. So you can kind of expect more of those sorts of things with all of us mm-hmm. uh, doing, you know, these sort of collaboration things because those guys are a lot of fun to work with. I just gave Gavin my camera, and he had a fucking field day. So uh, you saw what he made? He put it in the lamp. <laughs> God, they're crazy. Immediately, I uh, love those guys. Uh, but um, yeah, so far, I mean, is there anything else we want to talk about, like planning wise, other than? We have speakers. We have speakers, but right before we wanted to record this podcast, we couldn't figure out how to get audio to the Elgato, so we still have troubles. (laughs) But uh, we're working through it. All the the equipment's here, though. We got um, the computers for capping and uh, live streaming, so Mm -hmm. we're getting there. Uh, we're almost, we're almost there. We're we appreciate there. your patience, but it, these things do take time. A yeah. little bit, yeah. And then we're gonna move again. So, oh, through the window. Oh! Oh! Yes! Yes! Woo! Oh, and I think that's probably the best note to go out on. I love that. I agree. Yeah. Thanks for right. watching. Bye. Tune in next week. <laughs>